It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World, and we have to save you from big spending statists in Congress. And every once in a while, there's a very interesting and financially conservative Republican who lands in Congress. Not enough libertarians yet. I don't really think there are any libertarians in Congress. So we always have to give a shout out to the liberty minded who run for office. They brave the swamp. They go there with high ideals and wonderful expectations and how they exit. It's up to them and it's up to the voters. But it's nice to see this new crop of freshman Congress people are really hell bent on doing things like getting rid of the IRS and cutting spending across the board, including in defense. And uh, one of those lonely voices is Florida Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna, who is actually I didn't know this. Anna, welcome to Kennedy Saves the World, first of all. Thank you so much for having me on. Glad to be back. So this is uh, this is very interesting because you were raised in Southern California and you had a really tough upbringing. Your mom raised you. Your dad was incarcerated. Your cousin was shot and killed. Your grandmother died of HIV AIDS. Uh, You had gang violence at your six high schools that you attended. I mean, attending six different high schools, especially in Southern California, is hard enough. Uh, but to do that where you kind of fear for your own safety, um, it's it's really it's too much to ask of a child, a teenager. But you emerged and it's very interesting. What do you think the forces were in your life that allowed for your self-preservation to get out of something that, you know, maybe for other people, a life sentence of, you know, pretty miserable surroundings, but you extricated yourself from that and you joined the Air Force. What was that mechanism within you? So I had always wanted to go to college, Um, obviously, (laughs) just based on, you know, my high school transcript alone. um, It wasn't, you know, me. I didn't even know how to apply to college, to be clear. Like I never took the SAT or the ACT in high school. Um, I knew I wanted to go to school and and make something of myself. I just really didn't know what that process was. And to be quite honest with you, I was actually at a party and I overheard two guys talking about starting school on Monday. It turned out that they were Marines. And so I kind of pried in a little bit further and ultimately found out that the military would pay for school. And so I'm going to date myself here a little bit on your on your podcast. But I actually ended up map questing directions and found my way into a recruiter's office. And it happened to be an Air Force recruiter. And um, I'd actually talked to, I think, one other recruiter because it was kind of in a joint recruitment station area. So they had, you know, joint services there, but ultimately ended up joining the Air Force. And it was really in the Air Force that I not only got the structure that I needed to kind of excel, but, you know, that base education office, which it's so crazy to me when you hear Democrats especially say that the military is unfairly targeting minorities and, you know, God forbid minorities join the service. When for someone like me, it was actually something that was life changing. I actually didn't think that my circumstances were abnormal until I joined the service and kind of got out of those situations and realized, yeah, maybe this is a little bit um, not 
normal to most people. <laughs> and ultimately it was through the service that I met my husband. And then later on, once I had actually gone through the process of applying to medical school, um, I actually started speaking about my personal experience and, you know, you say it and it feels like a lifetime ago because now I'm a member of Congress and I do talk about it, not so that people feel bad for me, but so that they understand that you really can, if you pursue the American dream and you work hard, you can really attain anything in this country. And that's the argument that the left tries to really hide from the American people. But interestingly enough, you know, all of that stuff is true. I, I really did have an interesting upbringing. My dad, for as much as he loved me, he really struggled with a, a methamphetamine addiction and so he was really in and out of my life a lot. And, you know, because I am conservative, it's been crazy to see how triggered the left is by that story, attempting to tech kind of discredit it. So my mom and my sister are actually doing an interview later on this week uh, with Breitbart to actually talk about it because, I mean, they've gotten really vile with the attacks. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because um, based on your background, where your parents are from, where your family's from, um, how much money you had growing up where you grew up, all that stuff, you know, a lot of people, especially on the left, they want to throw you into a corral. You know, they, they want to absolutely pigeonhole you and say, no, 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 you are part of our tribe and our tribe will tell you how to think and feel. We will tell you how to process the experiences you had. So the outcome is one that dovetails with our group think. And mm -hmm. it, it's very interesting um, for someone in your position. We have more of this interview in moments coming up. Hey folks, it's your man Keyshawn Johnson here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Did you how how early on did you realize that you leaned more conservative? So it so it really, I think, started once I joined the military and there was something really specifically that had happened. There was someone that broke into my home. And this individual had been doing a series of break-ins, but broke in one night when I was there. And at the time I had a friend there staying with me. And after that break-in happened, 
I mean, like I had been through a lot, but once something like that happens where someone comes into your personal space, it really violates your sense of security. And I basically like had issues sleeping. I would go around at night checking my doors and my locks to make sure that they are locked. It was, it was awful. And it wasn't until I got stationed in Florida that I actually was telling my supervisor at the time, his name was Sergeant Arnett. And ultimately Sergeant Arnett was like, you know, that because of the fact that you're a service member, you've gone through the, um, weapons training, you can actually go to get your concealed carry and it'll be like almost immediately. So I got my concealed carry and that was really the first time I was able to sleep through the night again without being concerned that someone would hurt me. And then as I continued to more or less progress during my gap year, um, in between graduating from college and applying to medical schools, I started getting involved with volunteering for a counter-trafficking organization too, actually. And the more that I was figuring out what was happening at the time they were talking about this candidate Trump that was running on strong border security, the more this is more or less coinciding with some of the research that I was doing and trying to shed light on the fact that there is human trafficking. It's not a conspiracy theory. It happens. The State Department talks about it all the time. And yet here I was, you know, a second generation American, uh, obviously a woman, a minority, a veteran. I'm not xenophobic. I'm not racist. I simply believe that it's the right thing to do to have border security, because if you don't, people are hurt in the process. And I had the facts. And the minute I started talking about it using social media, I mean, you would swear that I was like literally the spawn of Satan. People were calling me, you know, coconut. They were saying that I was whitewash. I mean, there was such an emphasis on my skin color. But interestingly enough, that has not stopped. In fact, because I'm in office now, recently MSNBC actually called me a, basically a white supremacist. A white wow. Supremacist. Yeah, they said that I was essentially a sympathizer and that because I had worked with Turning Point USA, they called Turning Point USA a white supremacy cult. And so there was some threats of legal action and they had to retract the story. But that seems to be a massive trigger point for the left. So it's not just them. It's been the New York Times. They've constantly asked me about my Hispanic identity. And it's so crazy to me because my race has been more of a focus of the left than obviously my conservative ideologies. And also, too, I may be Hispanic, but first and foremost, I'm an American, and that doesn't define who I am or my ideologies. It simply makes me want to fight the propaganda machine of the left more because I understand that they are using race and they are weaponizing it against the American people, not just in an effort to divide us, but in an effort to push this push this you know massive open border um, indoctrination, because I believe that they're trying to target the largest voting minority in the country, which is Hispanic Americans of Mexican descent. So it's not going to fly here. I'm I'm obviously fighting back, but they're nasty for sure. They are nasty, but it's also like I think there's something implicitly racist about that, where if you if you dare have a strain of independent thought, uh, they will try and reeducate you. And if that doesn't work, they will try and crush you um, because yeah. they they want people of certain backgrounds to think and vote the way they want them to. They don't want you to think for yourself. And, you know, it's like your your story, how and where you were raised and the circumstances that you overcame that's inconvenient to them because, you know, I'm sure they would love it if you actually grew up in a very affluent suburb uh, in Bel Air or somewhere in Connecticut. But that's not the case. And, you know, you could have thrown your life away. You could have spent your life 
feeling sorry for yourself and and being consumed by self-pity, but but you have made vastly different choices. So it, it's interesting because in talking to you and talking to people like Derek Van Orden and others who are new to Congress, uh, you are certainly a different crop of thinkers and legislators. What do you guys have in common and what separates you from traditional crusty old conservatives? <laughs> well, I think what we have in common is a lot of us are fed up and we understand that if we continue to just do the same thing, nothing will change. And so even just in this last couple of weeks, starting Congress on January 3rd, and then the concessions that we were able to get and really how we're functioning as a whole now, we understand that, you know, the Democrat Party of Kennedy, that that's no more and that we really do have to be on full fledged offense with this Democrat. Um, I'm going to say it's a regime, because if you hear and see what they're doing behind closed doors, it's insane. It's like they've literally lost touch with the fact that they're Americans and they look at us like the enemies. And it's not supposed to be like that, but that's their own doing. I mean, the media and I'd say like outlets like the New York Times, MSNBC, CNN, they are literally arms for the DNC and they're not even being factual with the evidence. I mean, they run smear campaigns against conservatives. And so we all understand what we're getting into. A lot of us are very savvy on social media. And as we're finding out, that's increasingly the battleground, especially for the younger vote and generation. And so I'd have to say that a lot of us, because we understand that, we're really focused on big tech, but also understanding the influence that big tech is having, not just from a legislative perspective and I'd say a cultural perspective here in this country, but the way that China is using it against us. And so we're willing to do what we have to do in order to not just establish the platform for 2024 when we do take back the House and Senate. But, you know, we are definitely kind of armed with a different set of tools that I think most legislators in the past have not had. Yeah. And also you're all you tend to be very limited government. And, yes. <laughs> um, and and I hope that continues. I hope you all cut the size of government. I hope you cut entire departments. Um, I hope that you team up Nancy Mace on her cannabis legislation. I hope that you aim for freedom in all its forms. And um, when my show goes down to D.C., my Fox Business show, I would love to interview you and sort of tag along with you part of your day. Yeah, no, I would love that. And I think that it's really important too, to understand that, you know, we're normal people that are understanding what's really happening. I mean, like myself, I wouldn't be here today if if I really wasn't in fear that this country is going down a path that, you know, we're quickly going to be able to not turn back from. And so I will say that as much as I love serving, that I'm definitely not going to do this for 20 years. <laughs> so you can quote me on that now. But I do believe that, you know, right now I have a certain set of skills. And so I'm I'm continuing my service, my public service in a different capacity from the military. And I really hope that younger people get involved because, you know, this is our country, too. And there's a lot of good people up here. But, you know, if more good people don't run, they win. And so we need everyone that we can, whether you have, you know, a talent in, in writing or whether you're in communications or even doing what you're doing on the media side, Kennedy. We need more people involved that are conservative and understand really how great we have it in this country in order to protect it so we don't go down a bad path. Anna Paulina Luna, well said. I will see you in D.C. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. Thank you so much. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.
Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.